Hey guys, welcome to the Crypto Wave podcast, where we keep you up to date on the latest news, trends, and people that are making waves in crypto. I'm Jennifer from Space Coast Crypto Consulting. Joining me here today, I have Jesse and Joey. And today we also have a special guest host who is a creator, an innovator, making big moves in wow. the crypto NFT space, <laughs> nice. the CEO of Publify Press, and the founder of Publify NFT, Peter yes. Lopez. Wow. Thank you. What a great intro. I mean, I could just, I'm done. I could just walk away. That's right. I mean, that's it. I'm done. Like, let that be the intro and let's just move on. There you go. <laughs> Welcome aboard. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Jeff. You're in for a ride with us today. Yes. Yes. Sure. I could tell it's, it's, it's the triple J effect. I, yeah, I, it looks right. like. Yep. Jesse, yeah. Joey. Yeah. And Jennifer. <laughs> Three J's of crypto. I forgot who the last J was. <laughs> like, That's why we're here to pick you, pick you up when you fall down. That's all right. It's all good. It's awesome. Another week, huh, boys? Huh, girls? Hey, guys, what, what, yeah. what is... Not, not, you guys talk about crypto, and I'm more on the NFT space. What is up with the sheep? Like the sheep like, I, is it going to hit like a $7 trillion valuation if it hits a penny, like just bigger than the market cap? Because it's it short... Did a I, big I, drop today. I understood there was no market cap, it, but now there is. Well, what, I think it's a, a one quadrillion. It, it's like a quadrillion. Yeah, it's quadrillion. a billion right now. So what's been happening over the last week? If you start reading Reddit's and you start reading all the boards and going on to TikTok and reading all these pronouncedicators and mm. finally after week four of saying the word pronouncedicators <laughs> instead of procrastinators, it's pronouncedicators. Thank you all for <laughs> correcting me. It's a good word. Thank you. It's tough when you went to a school with a PS in front of it. Um, <laughs> That's a New York thing. Yes. I went to PS 29. Oh, I went to PS 34. Yeah. <laughs> Group in the Bronx, I can tell. Uh, <laughs> Queens, Queens Village. Yeah. Queens you Village. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing? Yeah. What PS did you do? Uh, <laughs> and then I went to JR 115. Oh, no. No, yeah. I moved out to the island. <laughs> that junior is that, high school. Is class that the class, of East, <laughs> class of East Island. East Island. Class of 8. Exactly. Anyway, so what they've been saying is people have been burning they're asking everybody who has over like a hundred billion a hundred million into the billions of the sheep to just start burning your own burn a billion you know burn a million burn it burn it burn it so what's what's also what sheep's done on the technical side from what i've read is that every coin that's bought they've been burning last week they burnt like 400 million coins am i correct on this they've been burning coins as people have been buying so that that helps the price go up and the number of coins in circulation drops because they had so many coins out there and then there was a rumor that they're still printing coins uh printing print, printing them but they they but they're not so they're not minting the they're not minting them so that's just been and the, and the burns upon because the scarcity right and the, it, right yeah so right. it makes it yeah. it makes it deflationary when you burn tokens right. it reduces the amount of right. supply that's in circulation no. so then the value should go up but I mean, um, right. it's it's a meme. A meme right. is a meme. Um, people made a lot of money last week. It seems like a lot of the money is flowing out of these meme coins over the past right. couple of days and going into Ethereum, which has uh, made all time so highs. So has, has uh, Shocktober ended then? So is far. It, is it official over? Uh, yeah. Officially. So far, though, with, with Chief, what, what they're finding is that there's some it's moving because of its value mm. they're finding that there's more usage for it there's rumors that tesla and their code might be accepting it amc might be accepting it um 
So they're seeing that it's moving away, moving more away from a meme, 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 yeah. meme. and it's moving away from from that category. Um, but time will tell. And then we have that guy um, who made a billion off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, he right. I think it was five point seven billion. Yeah, five point seven billion. So in the last day, he's been dumping. I mean, naturally, you're going to take profits when you got five billion. I would have had my jet ordered and um and my and the um little island and uh, well yeah the island or the yacht to get to the island yeah. or yeah or at least one anyway. But anyway, so he's taking his profits and so it's dropped. But you know they're telling us that it's a consolidation that it stays between six and seven so you just have to look at it now remember we're here for entertainment only we're not financial advisors so please don't take any financial advice from me yes so, <laughs> please dumb, unless, dumb, you dumb. Wanna, unless you want to lose all of your money yeah, don't exactly. listen to anything that we say <laughs> but people have been you know so everything you read is if you have some profit in there especially those who bought when it was real real inexpensive buy you know you know, take your profits and yeah. then buy it back if it goes for, below five. Four, or, or, or in contrast, for those who felt like they missed the boat because they saw it go up so you know much in so little time, right. like oh, I could never achieve right. what what you know others are achieving. Right. Well, now that it does that, now it is back at a discount. Buy I always say dip. buy right. a dip. Yeah. So you buy the dip, and then there's others when you read, they're going, oh my god, I lost so much money doing that with Doge that. I'm going to stick with it. And then you have all the hodlers that are just holding on to it. And they're, they're going to ride that way, you know? And so it's, I think it's a personal choice. It definitely is a personal choice. Now there, there's some people I've talked to that have bought two, you know, over 200 million. They, going to play with 100 million and keep 100 million and let it float and see yeah. if it goes to that well, penny. Well, Shiba is a, a meme coin of a meme. So it's like yes. a joke of a joke. And they're saying yeah. now that it has more use case. But still, I mean, ride the wave, get in, get out. You don't want to be stuck yeah. holding the yeah. bag. Get your money, put some money back in and just yeah. and play with some other play with some other things that are out there too. You know, if you got a little bit of that profit, now's the time to go play a little bit if you can. Yep, but today we're here to talk about NFTs. So what exactly are NFTs and are they really going to change the world? Well, you know, I got into NFTs about a year ago and I'm still regretting just not buying more Ethereum when it was uh, at, you know, $300 because that is where NFTs are, you know, it's the case study behind it. But at its core, and just we've talked about it enough, it's a non-fungible token. It's a digital form of authenticity. And I've talked about it even in, in my Instagram and my spaces. If if you're going to buy the Mona Lisa, you need to get curators to verify that is the actual Mona Lisa. So now with NFTs, you can verify, you know, uh, Peter uh, Lopez, that's his art, and it's verified, it's ledgered, and no one can take any, can take and you know, could go against that. But the real value behind it that people are now f- just starting to see is the smart contract component behind it. So there's two things we've talked about with, with Jennifer and our good friend Chance, shout out to my man Chance, the off-chain, on-chain value, right? Where you can actually sell an NFT and you could put an off-chain value of, okay, because you purchase this NFT, the first 100 people will have a one-on-one with the actual artist or the first 200 people will be able to tour with, with you know, ACDC or have backstage passes or have a, you know, T-shirt signed by, 
you know, Guns N' Roses. So there's so much value behind that. And, and smart contracts is going to really change the world in what you, the, the value is. It's so ahead of us. And I think that's where I, I've been really deep into it, just trying to uh, understand that spot because it's going to really change the world. That's so powerful because not only do you get like a digital version, which we're moving into this digital world where it's like almost a status symbol, you know, to own these digital things, then to have that um, smart contract piece that unlocks, that gives you an actual tangible value. It's similar to like what Gary Vee is doing with his NFT collection is really awesome. Like he he has an NFT that you can purchase, you know, it could be some some JPEG animal, but it's not just a JPEG. It's like you get to sit down with him and have a play a game of uno with him personally or all of his um, nfts come with a ticket to his conference and it's not just one conference it's like over several years a conference every year that it comes with so you could essentially you could purchase this one nft if you get a ticket to go to this conference every year you go one year and you decide oh my gosh that was so awesome i'm gonna sell this and how however much the value has increased over that time you can sell it to somebody else and somebody else can get that off-chain value as well so that component that um, over time, there are still unlocking values is really powerful and really just so different that yeah. we're not used to. Well, so. it's, it's an appreciating asset. That's where you're getting at. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You know, I just, I, I'm just afraid that with all of the big legislature that, you know, it's going to be one of those things where it's going to be a taxable kind of, you um, know, item. The way we're going. Yeah. So, so, you know, I'm, I'm so skeptical of getting too many NFTs and then having them increase in value and then it's then they're going to say, well, and I think we discussed this on the you last mean show. like unrealized yeah. capital unrealized gains? Unrealized capital gains. Yeah. So it's like, we're going to be like, hey, you have $200,000 you know, worth of value held right. in these NFTs. We need your 4000 or whatever. You know. I think they shut that down. I really hope so. Yeah. yeah. But but if they tried once, they'll probably keep kicking that yeah. can down the road until you know there's going to be some kind of yeah. compromise. And yeah, so... But I like the appreciation value, you know, of, of that of that promise, and I really like getting into something at brand new, like the you know, like a first um, series. I don't remember, and I'll you guys share with this as sure. well. But even like trading cards, yeah, yeah, the first series. Like I mean, I, I think you know the first series of Garbage Pail Kids or or whatever else are tops. Those are much more inherently more valuable yeah. because they were a first print. You know, and, and just like publishing with, right. you know, having a first edition of a book. Yeah. You know, let's be honest, you know, Henry and Bible is going to be a lot more worth than a Gideon's version, you know? Exactly. So that I promise is very exciting to then see that appreciation. I mean, because this could be your legacy. You could be handing this off to the next couple of generations, you know? That's it right just there. Like, just right. like finding the grandpa's, you know, original AT&T bonds, you know, whatever, you know, that are worth millions and millions of dollars. He bought them for $15, not thinking much of it. Yeah. And now, you know, 30, 40, 50 years later, they have this in- intrinsic value that's just incredible. So that's what I'm excited about. Yeah. But how do you store NFTs? So th- let, Good let, question. Let, let's go yeah. back into the, the whole legacy part, right? And, and right. there's a project that, that I'm actually going to reveal here. Oh, First okay. time oh. I've been doing it. It's a, it's, a world, it's, a world exclusive. It, it is a really exclusive project. So I've been in the publishing world for about 10 years. And, you know, everything from semi-traditional, traditional self-publishing. And one of the most important parts of publishing is owning your publishing rights. Copyrights are not important. They don't mean anything. They hold no value. Trademarking 
is not important. People, they, 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 they coerce you to think that this copyright means something, but U.S. copyright could only last 70 years. Uh, trademark can only go as far as uh, specific utility patents. Seven, in the United- 70? 70, 70, 70, 70, okay. 70, 70 years. And yes, seven, seven years will be in trouble. So <laughs> what is the most powerful part of publishing is the actual rights. Whoever owns the rights of that book owns the power of the book. Because rights now, you have you know, international rights, you have uh, licensing rights, you have foreign rights, so there's so much you can do with rights. So publishing rights are the most powerful tool there is when it comes to anything, right. music publishing, book publishing. So with NFTs, you can now extend the rights for forever. So because of, because of copyright laws, we're actually about to launch seven literary works into the blockchain. Works that that one is the Great Gatsby. So the Great Gatsby, wow. uh, you know, it's, it's made. You know, Leonardo DiCaprio made a movie, and I don't, I don't know. It was another movie's in the forties or fifties. Yes, yeah. the original. The original. So. What happened with The Great Gatsby was this. The book must have made $100 million. But because it was copywritten and because of U.S. copyright laws, and it was copyrighted in 1925 or something, it expired. And because it expired, there's no right holders, rights holder. Because there's no rights holder now, it's open to the public. That means his great-grandkid, and what, uh, Jesse? Yes. Jesse was saying was, now his kids can't, own it anymore they don't have any value they can't they can't receive any monetary uh, royalties yeah. right. yeah. and and for me that is the most important part sure because I want my great great grandkids to receive a royalty of the works I've did I've published I've published a book has been successful and I'm pretty sure it's not gonna make hundreds of millions of dollars but I just want him to know or her to know hey this is your great grandfather's book and it belongs to you just like with LeBron James I have a like a first-generation LeBron James card and I want my great grandkids to have it. I mean, hopefully they don't. They could sell it for a lot, but that's the power of NFTs, and that's what book publishing companies have done that people don't understand is if they own the rights to the the literary work, they own the rights to everything. They own the hardcover, softcover, ebook rights. They own the audiobook rights. They own the the the. Uh, translation rights they own the rights to the image of the person they own the rights to movies like publishing rights is the most powerful tool we have in this world it is it is the that is why book publishing is a 122 billion dollar business in the pandemic uh you know amazon saw 8 billion books sold like my company in the book publishing world at the pandemic we saw 300 percent hike because books are going nowhere and they're going nowhere ebooks are not going nowhere audios are going nowhere and then nfts are going to be an enhancement not only to the physical assets or the digital assets they're also going to uh, supply a legacy value to it. So that's why we're making this announcement in the next 30 to 40 days. We'll come, we'll send a link that I'm going to actually release these literary works literally for like maybe a dollar just to let, let, let the industry know that we can, uh, they can own a piece of this asset and now that's something that we can give to the next generation. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's really powerful yeah. to be able to, uh, well, one, I mean, it's sad that your copyrights can expire like that yeah. and then your family is left with nothing, yep. right? And well, so, I mean, would they have like those 70 years to figure out yeah. how to extend the copyright or, you know, or it just falls to yeah, open if, source and... Yeah. and if there's people around to do it, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it, even if a copyright expires, 
whoever owns the rights, then it doesn't become open source. Right. And that's the most important part. So people, well, I copy, like, I'll, I'll publish a book, and I've had the honor of publishing a thousand authors over the last 10 years, and I always get that author like, I can't have you steal my stuff. I'm like, there's nothing new under the sun, okay? There's no one's gonna steal your literary works. <laughs> Please, you know, there's like, it's, it's but, you, the copyrights only protect the actual writing. It doesn't protect what's, a, what's a, a, you know, the wrap around that. So a lot of times, you know, that is going to eventually expire. But even copyright law. So I, I had a, a very uh, uh, huge, huge, uh, Joey, I had like this massive author. Like if I tell you the name, y you know him, right? And he was like, oh, you know, my book is copyrighted and it's protected. And, you know, I, I'm like, no, it's protected in the United States. And I know you. I know you. You're worth a hundred million dollars, and you have big lawyers. But once you go out to the United States, and you don't protect, you know, you don't copyright them in the UK. And he, well, he didn't care. So I'm in Mexico, and I'm I'm in uh, you know uh, Cancun, and I go. I'm walking down the road, and there's like all these books on the floor, and I just give him a call, and I'm like, Hey, your book is being sold for a dollar. Uh, and you know it's 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 a repeat copy. Uh, so I want to make sure that you send your lawyers over here, and I want you guys to sue this guy for hundreds of millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. And that's when he understood that copyrights only mean so much. So I think the publishing rights are the dominant space. And Jennifer, like the the the, the smart contract component in that in that uh, actual NFT could protect the author for the next thousand years. Mm -hmm. Will protect the author mm -hmm. if if he puts that. Uh, contract in that in now go ahead you finish because yeah. i have a thought um yeah because okay. like you said if you go to china mm -hmm. none of this <laughs> applies yes yeah, they I can reprint your intellectual property all of that stuff but even 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 more profound is you know for instance if i do like i got a printer i can mm -hmm. download a pdf mm -hmm. you know maybe like a you know, maybe a bootleg yep. copy yep. of The Great Gatsby or anything else for that matter. And I could print it with the thousand pages that I have out of that printer. It may take a little bit. It's mm. going to be a bitch to bind, and, and I'm not sure how it's going to look at the end yep. and as a product. But I could literally have that book. Yep. Now, unless somebody who is that legacy holder, mm -hmm. that, that kid's family, three generations later, yeah, this is my great, that great, you know, unless he knows that I printed that out. Yeah. And then sends me a cease and desist order. I could get away with as many copies as I want, yeah. Because it's only an, until it's enforced exactly. do copyrights even really take an until effect. Until it's enforced, that's a good term, right? Yeah. And so, copyrights again, like you said, it, it, they're al they're almost futile. Mm -hmm. it, it it sounds good because it has the word right in it, yep, and the yep. word copy in it, and you put them together, it's just like that's my book. I have every right to that. Sounds cool. You can't use my characters, or you know, you can't take my context and and put in a movie without you know giving me some royalty to that. And that's there's little protection. But again, only if there's someone to enforce that, like a lawyer or anybody else, that goes, hey, we see that you've you know uh, plagiarized my client, uh, cease and desist, or we'll come out it, with damages. It, and if the person doesn't have damages or anything to come after then it's also yeah. futile. And so the whole thing is... And full disclosure, copyrights yeah. are important. Of course. But they don't hold power against publishing rights. Right. So that's what we're trying to do. Definitely copyright your book. It's, it's $60, $70. Get the number because it's got to be in the book. Right. So yeah, copyright your book and also send it to the Library of Congress to file. But, but if you think that that's going to hold value against what people are trying to do, it's, it's not. So... What does, um, moving forward, what would an mm. NFT do to music? You know, as we're talking about publishing, what does it do to music? Like you look at the catalogs like Paul McCartney that owns this catalog of between Beatles now and 
think he bought Michael Jackson too. Didn't he buy oh, Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson bought the Beatles oh, catalog. But didn't he buy it back? Didn't uh, McCartney buy it back? Well, so. Or did that go back to Michael Jackson? Keep but anyway, long story yeah, short, <laughs> when, when, we, when we talk about when we talk about you talk about rights, music especially is a key yeah. to 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 copyright and um, so you wonder what happens to music through all this. Well, well, the, well kinda, the first generations of NFT has been art. Art has been the yeah. first, you know. And people talk about Bebo crap. Is a Bebo the, the guy that sold? NFTs for like sixty-eight million dollars, and it just wasn't just one NFT. Yeah, that it was, was like yeah. four thousand catalog. Yeah. Whole catalog, <laughs> right? And and to uh, Singapore investors. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so yeah. somebody, yeah. But it, it was art, and then the second evolution was music. So music. the good thing about NFTs is any digital, you know, uh, JPEG, MP3, you know, uh, PDF, anything that's digital, you can you can wrap it, right? So. The music was was the second component. There was there was a guy by his uh, uh, Tory Lanes. Um, he released his his uh, he's a rapper and he released his his songs on NFTs for a dollar. But he gave you the, the ability to buy a hundred, two hundred, three hundred of that song, and then he made a million dollars. Like he actually made a million dollars. It would be like so million, directly, so it directly just bypasses bypass the, the middle the record man. label. Uh, right. That yeah. that is what that's interesting. And that's the cool thing, you know, John. That that NFTs will bypass that middleman. Wow. So that, that that is really cool because then you can even pass on some of some of those profits and stuff to your listeners and build this community. And, and that's a good point. You know, there are going to be the budget ones where there's a 200, 300 in a series. Mm -hmm. But then there's going to be that one, you know, you know, I'm on reference like a Pokemon, mm -hmm. you know, where you get that gold, you know, like nice, <laughs> you know, car. And there's only like one of 10 that's printed. So yeah. there's going to be an exclusive product, like one off, two off, three off, whatever it is. And then there's going to be the ones that, you know, just anybody can buy. And, it, and you could be, use it for fundraising. Yep. You could use it all for all types of things but there's also going to be those hyper collectors that want one of every one in the series you yeah. know they want that whole artist book for instance you know like that the, the one artist yeah. um, but I think the power of that Bryson DeChambeau everybody knows the golfer right if not uh, he's a, he's unbelievable he, well he's, he's great but he's also been you know kind of uh uh, criticized for his gameplay, and you know they call him the brain, you know the the professor, yep. and uh, you know because he takes the golf to a whole new you know uh, level, and uh, he's getting buff and puts on muscle so he could crush you know the ball 350 yards. So he released a series of NFTs, and they went like that because yeah. they were very limited. There was five, and he and he raised ten thousand dollars in like a minute. Oh yeah. Because he, he released one of a kind, five different ones, and for two thousand bucks each or whatever it was, and but so there's power. In having you know just a very exclusive one of a kind, mm -hmm. but then the also just like you know publishing a thousand copies, yeah, or yeah. even like downloading an ebook, which has an endless amount of exactly. publishing, you know. So, you know, going from the the, the hardback to the, the soft cover to the original manuscript to the ebook, you know, there's so many varieties. And this is the biggest value, right? Okay, so when I sell a book, and I've I've, I've uh, uh, published a book called Excuses, Excuses, which one's yours? And I did it seven years ago. <laughs> when I sell that book, whether I sell it as an ebook, hardcover, softcover, or audiobook, I only get one royalty. So right. one book is sold, I get the royalty. I either get 100% royalties or I split the royalty with the publisher, depending what the contract is. With an NFT, 
I can get perpetual royalties. Mm-hmm. I can say, you know, you get 50%, I get 50%, but if you resell it, I get 25%. If he resells it, I get 15%. Like I, th- and that is the most powerful part when it comes to actual royalties and, and the longevity of, of, of the contract, the longevity of, the, of you making long-term money. Right. So that, and we talked about this earlier, uh, um, Jesse, that mm-hmm. in, even in the real estate space, so I, I, I have, I, I, I've been, one of my my biggest audience, or my biggest core uh, uh, books that I've published is these high level. I uh, got a you know doing a book for a guy that owns you know eighteen uh, hundred properties. One owns seven skyscrapers, and I'm trying to have this conversation with them. Is like, hey, sell like a thousand you know uh, coins, and within those thousand coins, you get a free house, and you know one of them, and one you get a one on one coaching with him. Another one you get a, a free apartment. Like there's so much you can do in the real estate space and there's people actually selling nft rentals nft homes uh, nft properties because you can put that actual uh contract in it and then just imagine someone in the real estate space or an investor i sell a property right to to joey for a hundred thousand dollars and then joey resells that property I can put in the actual contract, and most of the time, you know when you sign that contract, I can actually put, I get a 2% royalty every time this house has been resold in perpetuity. And, there's, and it's in the ledger, and no one can take that away. And that is, that is the crazy part about NFTs. The, right. the smart right. contract, NFTs yeah. are cool. What's behind it? Is it, it's a monster. The, the, it is going into, we're, we're into a whole different changes, world. It's the Kraken. Yeah, it the changes layers, yeah. the incentive mechanism mm-hmm. of how people how people feel and think and how they associate value. And not for yeah. nothing, I mean, so let's just say you do have an NFT that reflects a particular property. Let's say the Eiffel Tower. Let's say, you know, and it's almost like Monopoly. Everybody that visits almost has to pay your royalties or something, you know, if they check in or, you know, I mean, so the, the, the layers that we could I could see it going to could just be, uh, uh, you know, enormous. Especially if, like, for instance, let's just say, hypothetically, someone buys a penthouse. Well, then a big charismatic uh, actor or, or musician or whoever buys that uh, penthouse. Well, now mm. that NFT has then, you know, duplicated, oh. quadrupled, you know, whatever in value because of, you know, who has lived there. Yeah. Um, and you can do that over and over again. Just just think of the, for me, I, it's, it's a very exciting time. Um, and especially with real estate, uh, because I, I see title eventually become I mean if it's on paper and it holds any kind of intrinsic value that same thing could be digitized yeah and then not only is it more secure I believe on the blockchain than in someone's you know file cabinet at an office Um, you know you want that title to your car you want that title you know into anything uh, as a digital asset that has the ledger that has the the smart contracts and has the redundancy within the blockchain so everybody knows who owns what yeah okay I got a question I'm I'm the I'm the I'm the, the question ma- I'm the man on the street. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go back to this real estate thing because my head is going in mm. circles. That's just normal, but I just wanted to say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> it's good you opened up. I, I, I we feel like a yeah. little therapy. Yeah. <laughs> so let's say I built a house. Mm-hmm. I built a house. Okay. I'm the original owner. So in that contract, I said, now that I'm the original owner, in five years I'm going to sell this house. But in that contract, the, the next ten people that buy next over the next Mm-hmm. Every 10 years it sells, yeah. let's say. So I put in that contract, that smart contract. I get a piece of that house. Is yeah. that what you're saying? 
yeah. that I could put in that contract now? Is that somebody going to sign? Yeah, the that? next five sales or whatever, however you stipulate it to be, that you could get royalties from yeah. from selling the home. So I sell it to the Johnsons, and then the Johnson sells it to the Smiths, and to the Smiths, and I get. A, and I get yeah. You know, I haven't really heard of a use case like that specifically. Although it's a great idea, right? What do you Jesse, think? I mean, Jesse, being in the you're, real the, you're, you're the realtor. I mean, we're going to happen. You know, would I w- somebody buy that? I w- I w- I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest this. I'm gonna suggest it's gonna start with like theme parks. Every time you buy that ticket for an entry, if you have that NFT to like it's a small world or something, you get a, like a royalty. So in the virtual world, let's just you know. So we're going back to like oh, you know. No, I'm gonna have that song in my head. Go ahead, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so so let's just imagine that on Uphold or any of these other you know virtual worlds where you could actually buy the the virtual land, uh, the metaverse. I'm sure. Every time you visit that space. If you own it, just like a virtual monopoly, they go on Park Place and then Broadway. You collect. They land mm. on, you know, Reading Ra- Railroad. You you collect. And so I think in a virtual space, there's going to be that promise. And the tangible space, I'm not sure if you're going to be able to physically buy, you know, Thunder Mountain and Disney's going to give you a royalty for that. Um, so so I'm I'm not sure how the how the case is going to be. But I think if the NFT of a home comes with a very exclusive package for instance it comes with um you know uh original documents it comes with the uh an artist rendition of the property you know Mm -hmm. if it's like a beautiful property on the water or something and a famous artist did that and it's and and so that's also attached and so you're gonna get this like big you know package of all this original stuff that's been digitized and that conveys with the property and you you as a uh an owner would our previous owner would get a little bit from it but again we're talking hypotheticals this isn't actually happening but what is happening is a virtual real estate space that is happening people are buying virtual property right now yeah yeah we started we talked about that yeah last week a little bit that's that's the stuff that i'm into i'm right. not into the uh pokemon and but the garbage patch kids like jesse uh, garbage pail garbage pail. what else cabbage patch cabbage kids. garbage garbage, garbage. Those whatever. Are dolls. whatever all right <laughs> whatever. guys it's getting heated in here yeah, oh yeah heated calm down <laughs> calm down we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back from the break we're gonna talk about the metaverse a little bit virtual reality and then how exactly you can mint these nfts oh that's a good one mint i'll go nowhere cryptocurrency can be confusing and hard at space coast crypto consulting we make cryptocurrency easy for you to learn and understand in a world of uncertainty and out-of-control central banks, it's our mission to empower you with the knowledge that you need to confidently control and grow your own crypto portfolio. Call now to begin your crypto journey. 321-412-4021. That's Space Coast Crypto Consulting at 321-412-4021. Bring it back, bring it back. We're coming back from the break. We're ready here for the second half of the show. We have um, the founder of Publify NFT. Yes. Peter Lopez in the house. Ooh. And welcome. We're having Thank a great you. conversation. Yeah. We had to go it's, to break. It's, it's been exhilarating so far. Jennifer, yes. Jennifer thought we were getting heated because I said cabbage patch kids. <laughs> you said garbage no, patch. You said garbage garb- patch, yeah. whatever and I, I have. And I had to correct Does it yeah. matter? Yeah. Don't break my heart. Yeah. Oh, Jesse. Well, I mean, there's like the crypto kitties. 
And uh, Cypherpunks. Hey, did you guys hear about that? The um, news this week. Uh, Cypherpunks sold for five hundred million dollars. So is that a band? It's a. <laughs> it's a series of. It's a, an NFT. It's like the one of the most is that the, popular. Is that the frog series of NFTs? No, no. There was apes. It's like oh, these, the apes! I've seen the yeah. apes. These pixelated. Yeah. JPEGs. The originals. They're selling. Yeah, selling Amazing. for. Th- so this one in particular sold for five hundred million dollars. I have some. And so stick that's like. Fig- I have some stick highest. figure art. Maybe I should start yes. selling them. Yes. <laughs> if people find that value, yeah. I mean, original emojis. Like, ma- imagine, like, all the emojis, like, the whole catalog. Right. Right, that it's on your phone. Someone had to design those. Yeah. So, imagine that catalog Yeah, but being this one, that, the new one that came out, that was made by Luigi back in, ni- yeah. eight, back in the 1700s. It's <laughs> 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 Luigi. This is the important part about that $500 million sale. <laughs> it, who, 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 who's creating it and who holds the value? Uh, that's right. just it, like, yes. Like, yeah, and a LeBron James rookie is different from, like, Eddie, you know, Wilkins that play with the Knicks for two years. Like, yeah. So it depends who the person is. Like, right. Yeah, if, if you do a, a stick figure and you're Van Gogh, yeah, of course that'll sell for $10 million, right? Exactly. But if you do a stick figure and you're just a regular person. What if I just change my name to Hunter? I, yeah. Just Hunter. <laughs> just like change Hunter. it to Hunter. Yeah. TJ. <laughs> TJ Hunter. <laughs> So that's the powerful part about NFTs that it depends who, and, and that's what I try to tell people. Like, oh, it's, it's a fat, no, it, if you have, the, like Ferrari is doing an NFT and wow. one of those NFTs, you get an actual Ferrari. The other one you get, you know, uh, to go to the races. Another one you have a one-on-one with the owner. So it, it, it's not that it's just the Ferrari NFT, it's what's behind it. Right, and and it's an ex- it's the, with the board apes. You have an exclusivity to a club with you know uh, Stephen Curry and all these high level on people that are part of it. You have access to those people, and it's a community. So that is what NFT is doing on the actual art and digital and music spaces, building a community. So, and they have these yeah. interactive NFTs. Also, there's like the football player ones. I can't remember the company that is doing it, but. Um, the different well ESPN's getting into it I mean anybody who's already in that space they're just going to be you know PGA Tour I mean imagine all the virtual players you know and and only not only that but players from the past yeah but the interactive um, football players it's like having this football card or whatever um, that throughout the season as they hit different milestones then those nfts will change to like bronze or gold or different colors and then there's another company who is making like a virtual reality um interactive nft like similar to alexa or somebody that who could talk to you so can you imagine the future where you can like just buy your girlfriend or something nft (laughs) that you can have conversations with and is self-learning it's gonna happen you could be like hey alexa and you have an alexa nft like (laughs) pop up in front of you so you could give her a virtual ring that'd be fascinating yeah. That would be fascinating. <laughs> so that brings us into the metaverse. And um, so it, within the metaverse has been like a big buzz this week with uh, Facebook rebranding and changing their name to Meta and all of these different companies that are um, building in the metaverse space. So all of those cryptos have been pumping this week, all of the gaming and, and metaverse cryptos but that also um, incorporates the nft space where you can purchase these digital pieces of land like decentraland and um, open up businesses uh, in these virtual worlds and when you own the business that is put onto this land like even as the virtual land owner any um, any money that is produced or or traded 
on this land you can actually receive royalties for too in the metaverse so i think it's just um it's it's far-fetched and it, it's crazy but i think that we're going to be living in a very different world in the next five to ten years that we won't well let, let me stop that because second life if nobody remembers it was a small little cult following and what it was was a uh, it was a online uh playing sim and my friend actually designed sunglasses that people can send their little avatar to and it was a shop it was a virtual shop and he designed the the, the different sunglasses and, and other accessories and then there was another shop where you could, you know give your avatar a new jacket or new shoes and there was all just all this community of creators and it was it was i mean it was a virtual currency at that time we're talking gosh by 15 years ago wow this thing existed and so just ahead of its time way ahead of its time and again it, there was only one currency Okay, you know, and, and, and but you would buy it with USD, and, and it was it was an onboard in-game token that you used, and he he had a good time. He was making money with it, and you know I thought it was kind of silly because I'd walk in, I'm like, hey, let's you know throw the ball around or play some pool or something, you know, play some video games. Oh no no, I'm busy, I'm busy. I gotta I gotta I gotta design this, and, and then I gotta put it in my store, and I gotta you know this and that. And Are you I still in contact with this person? Oh yeah, because um, wow. this week actually Facebook slash Meta has. Um, posted a position for a fashion designer for the nft space well now he's doing um coffee online coffee shop makerscoffee.com go check him out oh he's not good oh yeah he's got uh three different virtual um, coffee no no it's not virtual coffee this is real coffee but it's a but it's an e-commerce <laughs> like a delivery store. Yeah. yeah it's e-commerce cool. but yeah he's been involved in all kinds of things the the, the, the kid is 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 pretty you know he's, he's a he's a he's a funny kid and uh great friend so anyway going back to Again, um, creating all this commerce within the virtual world. Because imagine, and I, and I hate to say it, but let's just pretend like there is a DJ and he's playing music and he has a club and you visit his club. DJ Jesse. And, it, okay. and, it, and it's, mm. and it's uh, you know, it costs money to get there. You know, so you exchange, you know, a Shiba, whatever to, to get gain entry. And then you're in this virtual club and you're dancing with everybody else. And, you know, mind you, you're in your basement whatever with your oculus just dance with other people in this virtual world but everybody pays to get in and now the creators the guy like myself or, or whoever else was would be djing or invite people to the party and promote it they're getting a piece of that action and so you could a actually hold a virtual party wow. mm -hmm. in this virtual world in exchange you know whatever amounts of you know tokens or whatever else to to, to be a part of it yeah they're doing perfect they're for doing social distancing like today yes <laughs> where was that last year jesse <laughs> We could have had a COVID. No, they, they we could have had a COVID. Metaverse just we, came out. We could have had a COVID dance club. <laughs> Don't blame me. No, oh. there's been there's been people doing that actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, there's through, been through the Oculus, yeah, you can attend concerts and stuff. Oh, I've, I've been, that that I've actually been to concerts where they have the the quiet. It's a quiet um, oh, yeah. dance club where everybody has like just you know the, the earphones, and so you you look and everybody's. It's, yeah. it's quiet. They do Still. that on the cruises. It's oh, super bet. weird. Everybody's like this, but in their ears, it's a party. There's a whole party. Is that those Oculus? That's what I sent you guys the other day. Those glasses. Did you see what I sent you? Yes. Where, where you look down and there's a keyboard. You yeah. look up and then there's. Yeah, that like, was kind of cool, wasn't it? Oh, it was very cool. Very sci-fi. Jesse was right. surprised because it wasn't a, it wasn't a girl in a bikini that I normally send them. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, I want to get back to NFTs and yes, please. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> See how we go off. See how we go off. Yeah, we, go, we, go, we go. Yeah, yeah. Just the three J's are just. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just P. I like it. 
yeah. I, I'm actually junior. I have Peter Lopez Jr., so I do have a, a J. But the four J's of But it's, it's the third J. It's not the first one. <laughs> this is what happens. They have to they have to ring me back in. Squirrel. Squirrel. So when we're publishing NFTs, um, when we're creating NFTs in the publishing space, how exactly do you do that, like as far as minting goes? You know, minting is the actual digital wrap around it, right? It, it is the most important part uh, to the actual component. So actually we are uh, in partnership with Chance and, and launching a company called Mintmaker. And Mintmaker is the actual backend system. So it's a backend system that is going to power Publify NFTs. Hmm. And when we launch uh, Publify NFTs, being that we've been in the book publishing world, when we release The Great Gatsby, we're going to just release 10 limited editions for a dollar. But within those 10, one is going to be a platinum, one's going to be a gold, one is going to be a bronze, and one's going to be like a, a cop, whatever. But the platinum one is going to come with a free audio book. Oh, uh, and then it's going to come with an actual free, you know, limited edition hardcover. It's going to come with a specific three uh, 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 D cover to it. So all the, the 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 engine behind that is going to be Mint Maker, and Mint Maker is what you know will eventually go to other publishing companies and say, hey, you know, go back to your authors and say, just like you released uh, uh, a hardcover. And then you released a soft cover, and then you came back with an ebook, and then you came back with an audiobook. Now come back with an NFT powered by Mintmaker, and that is a powerful tool because when when uh, uh, ebooks came out, and we were there early, we we're like, this is. Stupid ebooks. What? What's an ebook? It's like and, a word doc. And what is that? And someone's gonna steal it. And 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 it was nothing. And then eventually the ebook players came out. And then the the Kindle and the Nook and the Sony and the Google Play. And then all the engines came out. You know, and now ebooks have actually surpassed hardcover uh, and softcover sales the last eight years, except for this year, actually soft cover and hard book sales surpass it, but every year it's like 51 to 49%, so actual ebooks. So ebooks never replaced the hardcover. What the ebooks did was they enhanced the actual physical uh, assets. And then the audiobooks didn't replace ebooks, the audiobooks enhanced the actual ebooks. So what uh, the actual minting process is going to do, and this is crazy, right, Jennifer? It's going to <laughs> enhance the publishing space. So, uh, 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 Jesse, this is pretty cool. We're actually creating a virtual book club where uh, our authors will go in there and we'll do an actual book signing, maybe in Decentraland. And then, uh, you know, we're going to do a, a uh, you know, a book affiliate club and then they'll get access to these new type of books and they'll get first uh, edition run and they'll get the first ones to you know, Little Girls That Comes Out or Othella or the King James Bible or, you know, these actual first editions that will be part of that club. So that is the power of book publishing. Book publishing, um, everyone has, and I'm, I'm not the OG, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to be one of the ones that I've been talking about it, and 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 we're 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 going fast. We're actually going to do a public minting very soon here at Brevard, and we'll let everyone know about that. But 
I, I believe when it comes to publishing and, and the smart contracts and the minting process, there is an engine component to it that is going to enhance this $122 billion industry, which is the book publishing industry. So this NFT part is going to be very, very, very cool. And I'm excited about Publify NFT being a Brevard company here at Space Coast Podcast together with Space Coast Crypto together with Space Coast people uh, <laughs> doing space ghost stuff. I, just, no, I, I, I ran I, out of it. I, 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 it's out of its world. Yeah, is what it, you're saying. I'm super excited. I yeah. mean, this is just yeah. the beginning of the possibilities. It's yeah, awesome. I, I wanna, it's great. I want to host an Ernest Hemingway club. Let's do it. Let's do it. it on on the NFTs. I That's need right. to start designing my avatar. The thing, I think the thing about Ernest Hemingway, he does own his rights, so he's smart. <laughs> he's making money with that. He owns sure. the rights. He owns the art. He figured it out. Well, I mean, so, someone's got to fund, you know, all the six-fingered cats in his in his estate down Exactly. In the yes. 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 Anyway, so, this, this has uh, been quite the conversation. This is well, with all of this, this excitement, so cool. um, I just want to announce a project that I'm working on. Yes. Oh, well. tell us. So oh, it's exclusive. It's I have um, <laughs> this awesome publisher that I'm working with. This, this guy, guy here. here. It's Publify <laughs> NFT. Yeah. And we are going to turn everything that we've talked about today into reality. Yeah. And I am going to be publishing a children's book on cryptocurrency. Wow. That Congratulations. Breaking Way news. Good. That's going to be fire. <laughs> and when do you, when do you want to get that book published oh geez we needed every author are needs you a deadline are you dedicating so the book we, to Jesse and I we need a well, deadline <laughs> alright so I do have a co-author her okay. name is Kinsley and yes. then I do also have an illustrator named Kylie nice. and those are my daughters so we're making this a family project we're That's doing awesome. it together awesome. and so our first draft shall be um put together probably, through November and then we'll have it probably on somebody's birthday just pick a birthday we'll have it um how about January? How about let's ring in the new year? January, we'll do pre-sales the first week of January and we'll release it the last week of January. Yes. Let's do it. Yeah. You heard it and here first. And they converted wow. to an NFT. Uh, an, an, another first here. Another first. Okay, no, but I want to have some sort of unlocking feature, mm -hmm. so an off-chain value that I yes. want to add to it. And um, so I would like to offer up an hour of my consulting oh, with oh. the book as well. So I just thought of that. Well, that, that's fancy. <laughs> you and, make a and, lot of money with it. And an of course, all those illustrations, all those little characters become 3D images. That could be, also yeah. become a, a, a tangible or not an intangible NFT yeah. Yeah. that people can collect. Yeah. Um, along with the the ebook version or hardback or exclusive handwritten signed versions are, are we characters are we caricatures you have to capture he, the he wants to be in you, you, like joey wants to be part of the book you gotta put <laughs> it's put him somewhere like you, he could he like I, in the I corner know, i know his character i'm my own i'm my own character jesse doesn't really mind he's cool with it but joey wants to be in that book I can we see gotta his put character him in. already because it's gonna be a children's book like kind of geared towards children like explaining <laughs> And I am child. He'll be the boomer that'll be like, what's crypto? <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys talking about? Well, eventually, on your second edition, uh, Crypto for Boomers. Oh, yeah. That, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you, the, you got the Crypto the for Kids. It's going to be a whole series. Yeah. The next yeah. JK Rowling. Wow. Well, I'm very excited. <laughs> yes. I'm super excited to work Thank with you, Peter, you. with yes. Publify NFT. Yeah. Uh, it's the beginning of a whole new world. Oh yes. My God. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, and thanks. Jennifer the Musical next. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining us on the Crypto Wave podcast. Thank you, guys. Um, Thank you for our guest today. Thank you, yes. Peter. Thank yes. you. Thank you, Peter. Very exciting. 
Yes. And can you please um, let everybody know where we can find you? Well, you can just right now, www.publifypress, P-U-B-L-I-F-Y press.com or at XP Lopez Jr. on Twitter and Instagram or PeterLopezJr.com. You, you, you can find me. Wow. So thank you so much. Thanks for being here. Yeah. And this podcast was sponsored by the Space Coast podcast. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, everybody. Have All a good right, week. All right, guys. Don't forget to share us where you watch us. Bye.